This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Upstart and by Feels. So it's now been more than 10 years since Japan experienced its worst disaster since the atomic bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. The 2011 Tohoku earthquake and tsunami, which killed around 20,000 people, displaced over 200,000 people, and also caused the worst nuclear disaster since Chernobyl, when the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant was damaged, resulting in the nuclear contamination of a huge area surrounding the power plant, which has remained mostly uninhabited for the last decade, or at least uninhabited by humans. Because it turns out while we humans can't really handle that kind of harsh long-term exposure to radiation, someone else can. Boars. And they don't have the AK-47s or AR-15s that we do to take care of them. No. No, they don't. The boars <laughs> have no natural enemy yeah. in Japan. 40 to 50 wild boars roaming. Oh, you'd be up 40 to 50. That sounds sounds like heaven. We're talking 40 to 50,000. Yeah. The idea of boars happily moving into heavily irradiated areas that humans have abandoned after a nuclear disaster, it's nothing new. Boars thrived so well in the area around Chernobyl that even now, 35 years later, hunters in Central and Eastern Europe have to worry whether the boar meat they've just hunted is safe for human consumption. Uh, it now looks like something similar has happened in Japan. The boars have taken over. And they've interbred so much with the local domestic pig population that they've essentially created a new radioactive hybrid species never before seen. Uh, here's a photo. Just kidding. That's, uh, that's the character Bebop from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, <laughs> really makes you think, though. Yeah, that, it could happen. Give it time. It could happen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as amusing as the idea of animals morphing into Fallout NPCs after long-term exposure to radiation is, the truth is a bit more boring, but still, boars are clearly pretty damn tough if they're thriving in that kind of environment. Tougher than us. They're going to be able to search out delicious radioactive truffles. Mm. Like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the truffle is even more delicious when you know that it's got radioactive isotopes And therefore, ten times more expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's read now from some uh, very good coverage of the Fukushima boar situation by UK tech news website, The Register. The local wild boar, a subspecies endemic to the region known as the Japanese boar, aka Sus scrofa leucomastax, or the white mustachied pig, sus, <laughs> having created a fiefdom covering all of the locale vacated by over 160,000 displaced humans, became cocky and aggressive, and also lost their natural wariness. The marauding boar also began interbreeding with the escaped domestic pig that had made good with their trotters from local farms after their human keepers had been forced to flee. The pigs, for their part, were ill-suited to life in the wild in a radioactive post-apocalyptic hellscape and presumably threw in their lot with the tough, wily boar as their best chance of survival. Wow. Uh, the result was a new kind of boar-pig hybrid that originated in the initial exclusion zone within 20 kilometers of the site of the nuclear plant, where radiation levels were presumably highest. The study found that the hybrids did not display any signs of mutation despite the doses of radiation they were subjected to. Indeed, surveys of the local boar population found they are contaminated by up to 300 times the safe human dosage of lethal isotope casium-137. Uh, in other words, they are highly radioactive and seemingly virtually indestructible. These hybrids now comprise up to 10% of the local population. Evidently, uh, combining the wild smarts of their boar ancestors with an enjoyment of the finer things which human civilization can bring, inherited from their domestic forebears. I don't like this. Yeah, they're all hooked on the snacks that were left behind yeah. and uh, everything else. Like, it would be actually really cool if uh, scientists could just strap, like, a GoPro 
to one of these things and just watch it roam. I want to see how these boars live. Mm-hmm. Continues. This is presumably why humans attempting to reclaim their former settlements in the area around the Fukushima plant for eventual reopening have found it difficult to dislodge the porcine interlopers from their recently taken strongholds. The Fukushima exclusion zones have been gradually lifted in stages since the incident to allow former residents to return. In some cases, the aggressive porkers have refused to give ground and have attacked returning humans, meaning human authorities have been forced to deploy armed assassination teams of hunters to flush them out. The future of the Fukushima terror pigs is hard to predict. Uh, if they had the intelligence to team up and combine into one unstoppable force, an indestructible boar army of that nature would surely be able to overrun the rest of the Japanese archipelago and the register fears possibly the whole world. <laughs> Unfortunately for the boar, although they naturally live in matriarchal groups called sounders, their natural aggression and territorial nature mean that it would be very much out of character for the Fukushima boar to combine into one huge terrifying unit, whether for the purposes of destroying human civilization or any other reason. Thank God. Just I just imagine, like, the Megazord, but with yeah. boars. Yeah, it's uh, if these boars figured out a way to settle their differences with each other, they would be a serious threat. But I would love to. Fortunately see... for us, they can't get along with each other. Yeah, I would love to see them uh, team up together and fight that giant Gundam that they have just outside of Tokyo. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, the the threat of uh, wild boar communism, the serious serious thing to consider. We must do everything we can to prevent it. Yes, we got to send the CIA into boar strongholds and plant propaganda. Tell him, oh, this other, this other boar's talking shit. You need to go assassinate him. Mm -hmm. Take him down. What we need the to do is establish, do. establish some kind of boar social media network where they can be manipulated easily. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's the, yeah. Because they are very smart. They've taught yeah. boars out of, pigs how to play video games. Boars are, they're very intelligent creatures. Yes. Uh, some say dangerously. But very susceptible to prop propaganda. Yeah. Just if, like uh, if they're humans. smart enough to learn, they're smart enough to be uh, misled. Exactly. So, yeah. Things to consider because, you know, this surely won't be the last time we expose these boars to uh, dangerous amounts of radiation. Imagine, like, we had, like, a year, like, say, you know, you, you hadn't been to your office, if we had, like, an office to go to, you hadn't been to your office for a year because of coronavirus. It's like, imagine Fukushima, like, n nuclear disaster, you got to just leave. All yeah. your shit's there. And then it's like, okay, but, you know, in a couple of years, you might be able to come back in stages. And then it's like, all right. It's ready, you can come back, but uh, we're in coronavirus now, so it's probably best to just stay away. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, look, we're going to start letting people back in, but now you have to worry about radioactive boars. Yeah. And it's just at that Is point... It worth it? When do you cut your losses? Yeah. When do you leave the family photos behind? Yeah. Also, I mean, there's a lot of businesses here in the U.S. who haven't returned to the office yet. And, uh, and they shouldn't either. And yeah, those offices might be full of boars. We don't know. They could be full of boars. <laughs> Gotta be That's, you gotta be you gotta be very careful when you go back. They are boars are waiting in the wings constantly for humans to uh, make room for them. Uh, uh, they will take any opportunity to take our place. Not to just step right into more of our anti uh, going back to the office propaganda that we peddle here, but uh, there was a recent study that was uh, in Iceland where they were like, you know what? You don't because need to work. Yeah. yeah, because we're Iceland. Why don't we just work four days a week? Yeah. and productivity shot up. Yeah. Everyone was happier. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be very successful. So you know that would be nice here, but no. The five day work week it was a a good. It was a good but arbitrary uh, model like a hundred something years ago. 
Because before that, it was just like, you will work every day until you collapse from exhaustion. Yes. So the five-day... Your com- body is a means of yeah, production. The five-day and then two-day weekend, that was a compromise in the labor movement. But it's like, it's also completely arbitrary. And yeah, it's a, yeah, Iceland, they're just like, what if we only worked four days? And it's just like, well, yeah, uh, actually people people are even better at their jobs when they've had a nice three-day weekend every week. Yeah, turns out if you make people work extended hours, they just end up wasting that time anyway. Yeah. So there you go. So anyway, there's your boar news. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry if you found it boring. Hey! Nice. But uh, let's move on now to a more recent disaster with a much higher death toll and possibly much further reaching consequences than even the 2011 Japan earthquake. We're talking COVID-19. Oh, that old thing. Yeah, a disease which, uh, while currently pretty under control here in the U.S., although uh, it likely isn't going away anytime soon due to lack of herd immunity. And it's definitely still a huge problem outside the U.S. in places without our abundant availability of vaccines. There's places around the world where people are begging for a shot in their arm. And here in the U.S., people are like, nah. It must be so frustrating to be in another country where you're just like, I'd really like to get this vaccine and, uh, you know, maybe get it uh, to more people here. So no, we can no, get back no, to you're going to have to stay alive for nine, 12 months. I don't know. And we'll then you look at America and they're like, no, I'm not going to get it because yeah. fuck you. We're throwing doses away constantly because yeah. no one wants them. Yeah, it's it's got to be among the, you know, endless stack of reasons for other people outside of America to hate the <laughs> The people of the United States. Yeah. That's a that's a new new twist. On yeah. That. Just like for, this goes back just decades, decades of people being like, man, they got a lot of consumption problems over yeah. there in the United States. Americans really don't appreciate, uh, you know, everything they, they have. Yeah. Um, really wish I could have some of that. Nope. Sorry. Hey, look, it's not up to us. Yeah. I think Biden's sending some uh, vaccines. Sending around. a few, but it's like drop in the bucket. He should do more. Yeah. Because we're not using them. I, yeah. Everyone who's, who's going to get one in the U.S. already has. We don't need, get rid of them. We don't yeah. need vaccines. Please send anymore. them elsewhere. Yeah, give them to someone who wants them. Yeah. But uh, one such place that, uh, you know, lagging behind the U.S. in vaccines, which pretty much everyone is, but one such place is India, a country that experienced an absolutely brutal surge in COVID cases earlier this year, which has only recently been able to start providing vaccines. India's population is more than four times larger than the U.S., so this is a massive undertaking, and India faces a lot of the same problems as the U.S. when it comes to vaccine distribution, particularly vaccine skepticism. And some recent news is definitely going to throw a ton of fuel onto that fire because it turns out a whole bunch of fucking assholes in India have used India's vaccination drive as an excuse to make a quick buck while also not actually vaccinating anyone. This is one of the most frustrating stories of the entire year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's from CNN. Thousands of people have fallen prey to an elaborate, wide-ranging scam selling fake coronavirus vaccines in India, with doctors and medical workers among those arrested for their involvement, authorities say. At least 12 fake vaccination drives were held in or near the financial hub Mumbai in the country's western Maharashtra state, said Vishal Thakur, a senior official of the Mumbai Police Department. Quote, they were using saline water and injecting it, Thakur said. Every fake vaccination camp that they held, they were doing this. An estimated 2,500 people were given fake shots, he said. The organizers charged their victims fees for the shots, earning up to $28,000 in total. We have arrested doctors, he added. They were using a hospital which was producing the fake certificates, vials, and syringes. So far, 14 people have been arrested on suspicion of cheating, attempts at culpable homicide, criminal conspiracy, and other charges. More arrests may come as police continue investigating other people involved in the scam, the court said. Yeah, this is fucking infuriating. Yeah, especially if you're one of the people who thought that they were going to be protected by getting the vaccine and doing the right thing. And then it's just like, 
okay, time has passed. I can start acclimating back to normal life now yeah. without worrying about dying. And like, no, you just had salt rifle shot go, into your arm. I can go hug my grandma. <laughs> Sorry, out, grandma. Turns out not so much. Yeah, uh, so great job, guys. Way to go. Uh, I hope those $28,000, which is divided between a couple dozen people, was worth it. Because now anyone in India who is already even mildly skeptical about getting this vaccine is going to be able to justify their stance on the grounds that doctors are just injecting salt water into people's arms for money. So, I mean, you're the idiot for getting the shot. Uh, yeah, if something like this happened in the U.S., you would absolutely never hear the end of it. Uh, we have to assume the same will probably be true of India. Um, they, should, they should start selling testing kits, like uh, like those festival drug testing kits. But yeah. like, if you're getting vaccinated, you go to the doctor, you're like, all right, test it. Put a little drop of shot on the strip. We'll see if it's got this the MRNA. pure fentanyl. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this pandemic, it's been a great opportunity for selfish people around the world to just really outdo themselves in their it, sociopathy. It has pulled the rug back and exposed just so much terrible shit in yeah. this entire world. Human na- humans, we, we deserve everything that's coming to us. I think. Yeah, we sure do. We're and the, uh, the one thing we can't really control anymore since it spirals out of control the climate is going to take quick care of us yeah it's we're not fixing it guys the mm-hmm. world's going to end mm-hmm. try not to think about it no nope. anyway speaking of selfishness though uh here's some infuriating news out of our country the united states of america surprise but yeah people are obviously traveling a lot more lately due to both the summer season and the fact that covid19 is a lot more under control than before But actually getting from point A to point B still means having to wear a mask while onboard airplanes by law. And this is apparently such an inconvenience to some travelers that they're okay with just ruining their own vacation over it. And also the vacations of everyone else on the plane. You bastards. Here's NBC News. Travelers hoping to escape to the Bahamas had their flight out of North Carolina delayed overnight because a group of passengers refused to wear masks, according to American Airlines. Flight 893 was supposed to leave Charlotte Douglas International Airport on Monday for Nassau, Bahamas, but it did not take off until the following day. The airline said the delay was due to passengers who would not wear face coverings and then became disruptive to other customers and refused to follow crew member instructions while on board. Quote, per procedure, the customers involved were asked to exit the aircraft. We expect our customers to comply with our policies when they choose to fly with us, and we take action when that is not the case, the airline said. Making this whole thing more infuriating is the fact that it sounds like the people responsible for the flight being canceled are a group of high school students who are on a post-graduation trip to the Bahamas with a tour group. Sorry, guys. The Zoomers aren't going to save us. Yeah. Here's local outlet WSOC-TV. The flight was supposed to depart at 9.30 a.m., but a mechanical issue meant passengers had to switch planes. That's when passengers told Channel 9 a group of students from a Boston-area high school decided to act up. It was bad. First, they were yelling. They were cursing. They were being very obnoxious, passenger Malik Banks said. Banks was seated next to the group of more than 40 students. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention still requires masks on all flights because of COVID-19. Quote, it wasn't all of them. I would say 75% to 80% of them were being terrible kids, saying smart stuff, Banks said. All they had to do was follow the rules, put the mask on, sit there. No smart mouth comments, and they couldn't do it, passenger Christina Randolph said. The result was the flight got delayed until Tuesday, which meant Randolph got one less day of vacation. Well, I'm a nurse, and it's really, really hard to get time off work. So when you finally get time off, you really want to be somewhere you want to be. Uh, And another passenger told the news outlet, everyone has to follow the rules. Nobody likes it. Nobody wants to sit around and do this, but you got to follow the rules. So, um, yeah, fuck. I would be so (laughs) angry. Yeah. Especially a bunch of high school kids from Boston of all places. Getting time off in this country to take any sort of Hey, why don't you fuck off, bitch? I'm not putting on a mask. (laughs) 
Hey, what's uh, what's the in-flight meal? Is it chowder? Arama, arara. Yeah. Fucking Boston teenagers. And they're just so angry. And yeah. the, and, they're, and they're scary. They'll fight you for no reason. They'll fight you. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. They were born with alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, teenagers are not particularly good at taking responsibility for their actions. But it seems that the tour company the teenagers were traveling with is also pretty bad at taking responsibility. Uh, here's NBC News again. However, a student travel company that was hosting the group placed the blame on American Airlines and said the flight was delayed because of a change in crew members. According to the company, Breakaway Beach, a group of 47 high school graduates were on the flight as a part of a tour from Boston to Nassau. The company said in a statement that the first aircraft the group was on had mechanical issues, resulting in the plane spending at least two hours in the tarmac. During this time, some of the students may have removed their masks due to ventilation and unbearable conditions, Breakaway Beach said. One or two people in the group acted in a manner that resulted in them being removed from the aircraft, the company said. One person was escorted off the plane but was not ticketed or charged. The actions of this passenger resulted in the entire group of graduates being labeled unruly or disruptive, Breakaway Beach said in statement. Sounds like they're admitting fault still. Yeah. Look, there, we had a, a small handful of kids Couple who of had to be removed from the plane. But, like, I don't see why you're blaming uh, these kids for why this plane didn't take off. Uh, like, they, it was uncomfortable. Also, in a more infuriating update to this is they just simply rescheduled the flight for all of the high school students. Yeah. They and all got to fly to Boston or no, Nassau the next day. No uh, repercussions on their end other yeah. than the, de the delay that they themselves caused. No lesson learned. Yeah, and also I think they all got booked on the same flight as everyone else they were with, and those people were like, "I don't want to be around those kids." Well, I'm very, I'm, I'm very angry with those. One children. of the <laughs> more frustrating videos I saw recently, because they keep popping up, is is a woman who refused to put her mask on, so the cops come on the plane, yeah. and the cops they're like, "Ma'am, ma'am, 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 nope, not gonna do it." She like eventually put her mask up and was just sitting there, but at that point they're like, "You have to leave the plane." Yeah, and then they go, "All right, well, we gotta deplane everyone so we can get her off the plane." And it's just like everyone on the plane just like you could feel the energy through the computer screen of everyone just wanting to beat the shit out of this woman. Yeah, it's like selfish. you're ruining our vacation. This right now still. This isn't business travel. These are no. people trying to, like, enjoy themselves for the travel. first time in, yeah. like, a year. And some asshole is ruining it for you. Yeah. Flying is already, it sucks. Yes. It's, not, it's not fun. No one likes it. Things happen. I've been stuck on the runway for hours. Yeah. And it is, it's, uh, it's not fun. It's very annoying. And then you got to go and make things worse. And then, you're, then you. your whole day's ruined because you're late. A bunch of other things. It's, yeah. it's not great. So just shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Put the mask on. Just deal with it. Okay? Deal with it. You're going to the Bahamas. You got a you got a whole week ahead of you of like fucking jet skiing and shit. Yeah, or whatever. I mean, yeah. or a hurricane. You never know. Yeah, well, pick one. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. let's move on now to news about uh, some behavior that definitely annoys other people, but not in a way that directly affects their lives in any way or prevents them from getting where they're trying to go to. We're talking about racy vanity license plates. Hmm. Uh, this year, the state of Maine decided that after years of letting people buy custom license plates, basically whatever they can fit into seven alphanumeric characters, they're now cracking down on license plates that might offend other drivers or, or God forbid, expose children to naughty language. Uh, recently, The Intercept reported on this topic and its free speech implications, and much of their article focuses on one of the most prominent and outspoken victims of this new law, Brittany Glidden, better known as the driver of the MILF-mobile. <laughs> Let's read from The Intercept. 
Brittany Glidden drives Maine's most beloved vehicle. It's a 2013 Teal Chrysler Town & Country minivan. An enormous custom-made MILF-mobile logo is plastered on its rear windshield. Everyone loves my van, except for Karens, Glidden said, uh, referring to a pejorative term for entitled white women. Karens hate it. Glidden's ride also sports kids in this bitch honk if one falls out. If you're going to ride my ass, at least pull my hair. And condoms prevent minivan stickers. Uh, a tits-out vanity plate is latched to the MILF-mobile's bumper. Quote, the plate references the fact that I exclusively breastfed all four of my children, Glidden said, and that I frequently drive topless. Maine is, in fact, a topless state. Uh, the MILF-mobile's local fame hasn't come without opposition. Each viral post on main Facebook featuring the mid-2000s whip is swarmed with replies demanding that Glidden grow up and rethink her van's controversial design. And unfortunately, state lawmakers have been listening to the internet haters. I don't, I don't know what they're saying about grow up. She's going to have to change it to the GILF-mobile soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This woman is a proud mother, proud, proud breastfeeding mother, and you are, you are, uh, this is actually, this is, you know, a lot of these people probably think they're pro-life, but they're being uh, they're being pro-not life. Exactly. This. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, they need yeah. To get a life. Yeah, get a life. Fucking. Well, look at the road. Why are you looking at the milf mobile? Yeah. Come on. That's you. That's on you. That's on you. Uh huh. So yeah, the article then explains how this current law came to pass, and so yeah, just a bunch of busybodies, and it says that according to the main uh, Secretary of State, Shenna Bellows, there's about. 420 license plates in circulation that are facing the banhammer. Blaze it. Perfect number. Uh, from the article, examples include thinly veiled profanities like fuck you too, I eat ass, but with 55 instead of the SS, later bitch, and people suck. Online acronyms like OMWTFYB, which means on my way to fuck your bitch, and OMGSTFU, or oh my god, shut the fuck up, were also included on Bellows' target list. Uh, Brittany Glidden, driver of the MILFmobile, unsurprisingly does not agree with the lewd vanity plates uh, being a problem, telling The Intercept, I'm not worried about vanity plates at all. My children hear and see much worse than that every day on TV, books, news, and video games. I have four children. They are 14, 11, 7, and 5. All of them love my vehicle. My older kids have experienced increased popularity because of it, which is pretty funny. Hey, it's the MILF mobile. Hey, your mom looks great. Your mom looks great. She mm-hmm. uh, she's still breastfeeding you? Yeah. Can I get some? Can I get some? Is the tap still pumping? That would be a crime, by the way. That would be. Yes. Yeah. We're not. Uh, wait. Wait till they're eighteen. And there's no evidence that uh, the MILF mom has has committed any. She needs to get a sticker that says "You must be this old to ride." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just to clarify. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Brittany Glidden says that she's planning on making her minivan even more offensive after they take away her plate. Quote, I'm working on a design for a large vinyl wrap for my van. It'll say tits out in huge letters with a diagonal red streak with swear words filling the whole thing. Like if the lyrics to the song Shit Piss Fuck by Blink-182 were made into a giant obnoxious decal. It might just make the state wish they hadn't even worried about offensive vanity plates. Oh, you think it was bad before? Well, get a load of this. We got, what, five years of being able to have whatever we want on license plates because of freedom of speech, and now suddenly someone whined like a spoiled brat. Can you say Karen? So, freedom of speech no longer applies? I won't be giving my plate back, and neither will most Mainers. The MILFmobile will never be canceled. Anyways, uh, I, I really hope that the MILFmobile continues to uh, parade around whatever town she lives in, and uh, I, I don't think they should change this rule. I think that people are clever enough to where children won't get it, and when they do, they would have heard it anyway. Yeah. I think this lady's expressing her freedom of speech. She's uh, 
She's not impeding anyone else's ability to use the roads. She just She's likes the way she looks. Uh, if you don't like it, I mean, put earmuffs and blindfold on your kid when you're on the road. Actually, I'm a barista, and it stands for milk I'd like to froth. Yeah. <laughs> Could mean anything. Yeah. You're the one with the dirty mind. I'm the latte mobile. Anyways, before we get into the headlines half of this show, this episode is sponsored by Upstart. If you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt. Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit. Unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate on your loan. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com weird. That is upstart.com weird. Don't forget to use our URL to let, me, or let them know that we sent you. Of course, loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com weird. And this episode is sponsored by Feels. Mm. CBD isn't about what you feel, it's about what you don't feel. Pain, nervousness, sleeplessness. If you experience any of these things, Feels CBD is a safe and natural solution without any harmful side effects. Feels is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help you keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, it's delivered directly to your door. CBD, it, naturally, it helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction. We both use Feels to make sure we can get a good night's sleep, not feel groggy in the morning. I also use it for uh, any of my old man pains that become more frequent That's these right. days. That's right, you're going to have a lot of old man pains when you, when you get older. That's because uh, traditionally, you're supposed to be dead by now. But thankfully, there's CBD. And yeah. you just place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. So Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience so you find your perfect dose. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD. Joining the Feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You can save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com weird and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That is F-E-A-L-S dot com slash weird to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash weird. All right, now time for some headlines, some funny headlines. Some weird, some, some weird, wild headlines. Wild, wet. Wet, wild. This next one's wet. Mm-hmm. Methamphetamine in waterways may be turning trout into addicts. But they spawn like you've never spawned before. Just shooting eggs all over the place. Yeah, you... I, th- you always hear about this. They're like, yeah, everyone just pisses. Uh, all, all the drug addicts piss is ending up in the waterways somehow. Yeah. And it's still good, baby. And, uh, you know, it's not enough to get a human high. But a fish, they don't need nearly as much. So, yet, they, they found that fish, get they do, in fact, get addicted to meth in the water they're in. And it, it causes them to seek out water that has more meth. So, you get, you get salmon or, or you get trout. That congregate around like where shit comes out of like water processing yeah. plants, which is not good. You don't want them there. No. Also, but an easy way to catch them, you just rub some meth onto a, a lure. It's like yeah. the King of the Hill episode yeah, where he catches it. I yeah. want to see you catch a bass with a crack rock. Hank did not know that he was using crack rock. He thought it was literal bait. Yeah. He, he, the guy's like, yeah, sure, whatever you call it, buddy. Here you yeah, go. Here's sure, more crack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, 
presumably could do that. Probably wouldn't want to because if you watch that whole episode, uh, the fish that Hank inadvertently uh, gets hooked on crack, they uh, they need a stronger and stronger dose. The original dose, crack, no longer baits the fish. Yeah. So soon enough, you're cooking it in your own RV just so you can keep getting that delicious trout. Yeah. yeah. So don't do it. This bathroom with a bed was listed as a micro studio for $680 a month in Vancouver. I mean, that's a great price for Vancouver. It's a pretty damn good price. But yeah, the this is literally a bathroom with a bed in it. Is it a big bathroom? It's 150 square feet. Just so, enough space. You see, I balance all of my appliances right here on the bath. Yeah, it's actually, you know, if this bathroom was in a normal house, you this would be a luxury master bathroom. Yeah. Uh, so we, we took away the rest of the house, but there's a bed there. Okay, your bed, your sink, your shower, your You can toilet. remove the bed, save a little room, and just put blankets into the bathtub. I believe it even has a laundry machine. It's like, that's a perk. That's, that's that. It's a toilet. You put the detergent in, you just flush the toilet. <laughs> yeah. It does the same thing. Yeah. It swishes the water around. But, uh... You'll make it work. Yeah, this is, uh, this is horrifying. $680. But look, you're not going to be spending time in yeah. your bathroom house. Your house you're going to be out using the natural beauty that exists in British Columbia, Canada. The house, you only really need a house for a couple things. Sleeping, pooping, pissing, bathing. It's all right there. Everything else. Beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia has all you all you need out there. And then you just go down and work at the, the coffee shop and then spend the rest of your time in one of the most naturally beautiful areas on earth. Yeah, and also uh, a city that is... In every Hollywood movie, but no one would ever know because it's it's the uh, it's the ultimate city. It yeah. stands in for so many other places. You, you like the movie Deadpool? Guess what, buddy? Vancouver. There you go. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's uh, the Canada. I mean, the housing situation everywhere fucking sucks, but the Canada housing situation is very bad. Yes. There's uh, entire blogs devoted to uh, just awful listings in Canada. It's like a fucking basement with unfinished walls 2000 It's the same thing here it's like there there's like uh every week there's like a new post on like the Los Angeles subreddit or like curbed where it's like you could own this property in Burbank California for 1.1 million dollars and it's literally like an 800 square foot one bedroom house yeah that is falling apart yeah just like cracked stucco on the outside and it's because people Terrible are going insulation. to tear it down and build a three story condo on top yeah that's uh that's it, pretty yeah. much. Oh, did you? <laughs> I don't think I included this, but uh, yeah. Uh, as soon as that bomb the, went off, the LAPD bomb in South LA, as soon as that happened, it, you know, it damaged all these people's houses. Uh, all the the real estate speculators, they just they just marched right in, like, hey, a lot of damage on that house there. You know, if you, you sell can, it. You might also you might even think it's not even worth fixing it up at this point. You got to go through the insurance companies. You might get a payout from the LAPD. Probably not. They don't really give away money like that. So, eh, you know, it's a big lot there, and you're only using it for that little house. Be a real shame if you became rich overnight. You know, you could get a lot of money for that land there. See, the LAPD also like the a week later was like, we just had the biggest illegal pop bust of all time, a billion dollars. And then they drove it right into the middle of the city and blew it up. <laughs> they didn't do that, but it was a billion-dollar illegal pop bust. I mean, wh- how is there even that much illegal weed in California right now? Wouldn't it all be up north where it grows? That was the thing. Was I, they're, I don't they're understand. U- they're, they're, they got caught, apparently, because they were using uh, a very obvious large amount of water 
to do this yeah. platform. So they were like, uh, where's all this water going in, like, I think it was like in the Antelope Valley. So like in uh, the desert. Oh, so it was like a hydro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so there you go. Um, next headline. Toy advertised as kid-friendly in Taiwan sings Polish rap about cocaine. <laughs> What's the problem? It's a very cute toy. It's this, yeah. little, it's this little dancing cactus. It's sort of like the baby Groot, but it's even cuter than Groot. It's yeah. a sort of anthropomorphic cactus that does a, a fun little dance, and it raps a, a song that sounds very kid-friendly on its surface. It's like, I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. Someone from Poland had to go and be like, wait, I understand that. And he's rapping about cocaine and suicide yeah. and, uh, and getting blowjobs at brothels. He's gonna, and it's, but it's, this is Taiwan. You don't know what it means. It's like if uh, someone didn't, didn't speak English and heard uh, a, a pee-pee cocaine or bad baby song yeah. uh, put into like a big mouth billy bass. Who cares? Yeah. It's, yeah it sounds bubbly and fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, I mean, to, to a child, it it's, it's means about as much as like the, the, the cantina music in Star, or the song from Jabba's Palace in uh, Empire yeah. Strikes Back. <laughs> Nonsense. Yeah. Who cares? Look, these things are probably worth a lot of money on eBay either yeah, way. I want one. It's, it looks fun. Yeah. Hey, that cactus, it's singing about cocaine. <laughs> cocaine cactus. How can I get my own cocaine cactus? Cocaine! Ukrainian army's decision to make female soldiers march in high heels sparks backlash. Oh, why? You've come a long way, baby. We got full equality here in this military. We want to show the world this next parade. Just how far we want to make sure your ass looks really nice. Yeah, so we're going to put you, you know, women, you know, as they say, you got to do the same thing a man does, but backwards and in heels. So we're going to have you do that, minus the backwards part. You will be wearing heels, though, so we can see those calves. Mm. Mm. You've been doing those drills, and those calves are looking good. High heels, less uh, ground uh, coverage for uh, uh, something like a, a bomb that you'd step on. Yeah. But yeah, they, there's a picture of them doing a drill for it. It looks so stupid because they're in like camo, like above their ankles, they're in camo, and then the bottom just like high heels. It's uh, so this is someone's fetish. Someone, someone near the top was like, can we, can we have them wear high heels? And maybe, maybe they accidentally step on me. It, it's clearly not for being a good soldier. No. It, yeah, no, it's uh, it marching in high heels. That seems very difficult. Mm-hmm. But so does dancing with Fred Astaire. Yeah. Man who accidentally set his house on fire by cooking steak and toaster, unsatisfied with insurance payout. I burned my whole house down for this? He got a lot of money, too. He got, like, 400K. I I mean, he he was dumb enough to put a, a steak in a toaster and leave the house. He This is in New Zealand. He's like, what could go wrong? He's like, I got a perfect idea. I'm going to put this steak from the fridge in this toaster. Just pop that down. I'll give it like five, six, seven, eight minutes. And I'm going to walk down to the local chippy, grab myself some fries, come back. Steak will be perfectly medium rare. Why hasn't anyone else thought of this? And the reason no one's thought of that is because when you cook meat in a toaster, the grease falls down and it catches fire. So then did the he then house pour water all over it to spread it even further? Probably. Yeah. And electrocute himself? <laughs> oh, I'm just full of bad ideas today. Yeah. Wow. Remember, everyone... Maybe this is the episode that'll save your life. Buy a fire extinguisher. Never pour water on a grease fire. It makes it worse. Dumb. I know that's counterintuitive sounding, but it makes it worse because water and grease, they don't go together. They don't. So it spreads the fire even further. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After flight delayed, then canceled, passenger uses emergency exit of plane on tarmac at Charlotte Airport. 
A separate Charlotte incident. Yeah. And the second, and the, uh, the second emergency like exit two weeks thing. of yeah. someone just being like, ah, fuck this. So this is a, the last one we talked about last week. It turned out the person had been on a meth binge for several days and was experiencing was psychosis. Doing nothing more than swimming in the <laughs> local watering hole. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, I do a lot of swimming. There's I saw so I many fish. Backpack full of trap. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what this person's deal was, but yeah, this same airport as those kids, just a few days apart. The person sitting in the emergency exit row, just like, you know what? I changed my mind. See ya. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and that was another one where it's like the plane. The plane had already been delayed for like an hour or so. The passengers are already everyone's everyone's annoyed. This guy opens the door, jumps out, and they're like, "All right, well, everyone's got to get off the fucking plane now, while we investigate this crime that's just been committed." So, uh, yeah, no one's going anywhere. Get it together, people. Kite surfer charged with molesting whale and her calf in South Australia, and they did it as a to honor. The late Jimmy Savile, John McAfee. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he sexually molested mm. them. Although the the use of the word molest in a non-sexual way is always funny to me. It makes things sound way worse than they actually are. Yes, the definition needs to be updated because the lexicon has changed. Yeah, I think like molest the the non-sexual is just like to bother. Yeah. So it's like someone's bugging you. Stop! Stop molesting me. This man is molesting me. Whoa. Yeah. But yeah, this kite server, he did break the law. He, he, he was kite surfing, which already a great time. And then, look, imagine my luck. A mother whale and her calf right below me. I'm going to do, I'm going to dive bomb these whales and get a closer look. Can't do that. Yeah. Can't do that. Now he's busted. Well, maybe he'll learn. Shark leaps out of water and bites parasailer in bizarre attack. Jeez. Just in time for Shark Week. Great marketing. Yeah. And this happened in the Red Sea, like the coast of Jordan, hmm. where they... They're just like, yeah, the shark attacks like just do not fucking happen here. So yeah. this guy was so unlucky that he got his foot bitten off by a shark Jesus. while in the air. Yeah. Not even in the water. Above the water. The shark's like, hey, what's that? That sucks. Oh, that's disgusting. That's Poop. terrible luck. Real bad luck. Yeah. Hell of a story, though. Yeah. You're going to be able to tell that one forever. Yeah, you see my leg? Well, you should see the shark. I beat the shit out of it. Yeah. I didn't, but my friend did. <laughs> but you can imagine what it would be like if I did. <laughs> Houston comic book shop sues hotel for negligence in graphic novel form. Yes, is uh, it's Third Planet in Houston. They they filed a lawsuit against this hotel, and in the lawsuit, they're like, uh, just to further illustrate our points, here's this uh, 13 page comic that we commissioned. We thought it'd be fun, uh, but yeah, their their claims are pretty serious. They're they're next to this hotel, and they say that like for some reason, guests at this hotel really like throwing fire extinguishers out the window onto the roof of the comic book store. They've had to re-roof a couple times in the past few years. Stupid. I don't know what, like... It's like that gum wall in Seattle. Yeah, it's... You just gotta go there, you you gotta do it. You come to Houston, you gotta stay at this hotel and throw a fire extinguisher out the window. Yeah. It's it's, it's tradition. It's like, uh, there's that, uh, there's a ride uh, in Florida, Disney, Expedition Everest. The entire top of it is covered in hair ties. Because it's like a thing. Like people yeah. do. And then when you go skiing, it's usually like women's bras uh, on like the trees and stuff yeah. when you're going up the lift. Like everyone just has, like there's some, and it, it's just littering. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> community littering that, that everyone seems to be okay with. Yeah. yeah. Don't throw fire extinguishers out of windows. You need that fire extinguisher in case you have a grease fire. Yeah, this one might be the worst of all. Because it's yeah. like there's a reason that the fire extinguisher is there. And also, they could do some damage. Yeah, I mean, they've already, they say they damaged cars 
Yeah. And if they hit like, someone, yeah, they could die. It's a miracle no one has been yeah. hit by a falling fire extinguisher. Anyway, oh. here's your final headline. NFL proudly declares football is gay in new video. <laughs> well, the uh, conservatives are going to be really upset about this. Football First, the kneeling. Gay. Uh, you know, I finally got around to it, go it. accepting the kneeling. And now they're kneeling to suck dicks. I can't. This is one step too far. Gosh darn it. Yeah, this is all because that guy on the Raiders came out. The way he came out was hilarious, too. He did, like, vlog things. He's like, uh, yeah, so uh, I'm gay. And, and then his jersey sold, like, gangbusters. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it is, like, this, the world of sports is way behind yes. in, in this way. Like, there's definitely been gay Obviously. athletes throughout history. But uh, only in the last few years have people, like, been coming out. But it's, like, after they're done. Yeah. So this guy's, like, the first guy actively playing in the NFL who's come out in the NFL. Uh, see, you know, this is like good intention. Like, it's we, great we intention. We stand behind yes, these yes, players and yes. they're like, what do we do? We say football is gay. It's gay now. And if you don't like how gay football is, well, XFL is coming next year. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> XFL is going to come out and say, we are explicitly not gay. Football is straight again. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the two lines that create the X, the letter X. Every XFL player, we show them gay porn, and if they even get the slightest erection, out of here. Mm-hmm. Back to the NFL with you. Yeah. We only play. We only take straight players. The straightest players who've ever been on a football field. Again, this is great for the NFL, uh, but yeah, the the messaging is is just hilarious. Yeah, it's a, it's always just very awkward. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Weekly Weird News. Uh, have a great rest of your weekend. We'll be back next week for some more videos. In the meantime, check out our mo- most recent videos over here. We have a, a brand new episode of News Dump where we uh, talk about how uh, the Chinese government, uh, in collaboration with Tencent, is spying on children. Spying on little boys. Yeah, among other things. Uh, we do a brutal takedown of Space Jam. Uh, and then the most recent episode of Tech News Day where we talk about how Donald Trump is suing every social media website. So check those out. Subscribe to the channel. And we'll see you next time. Hit that like button. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.